Pretty on. Come on. Welcome to the church tonight. We're going to start off our week with a bang tonight. We're going to sing together. Then Brother Aaron's got some announcements to make, and then Brother Dunlop is coming. Let's sing I'm Happy Today. Let's sing it together. And if you need to take your mask off to sing, you know, you know what you're doing. We're letting families sit together because you live together anyway. You've all got the same germs, right? <laughs> and uh, if there's a distance of six feet or so between your family and the next family, that would be good. But let's stand together and sing I'm Happy Today. And you've got to help me out. Ready? I'm happy today, I'm happy today, in Jesus Christ, I'm happy today, he has taken all my sins away, and that's why I'm happy today. And if you're happy, shout amen. amen. All right, Brother Aaron. Sorry? Oh, I'm singing today? Okay. Let's do that one. I'm singing today. Same tune, so I can do this. I'm singing today, I'm singing today, in Jesus Christ I'm singing today, he has taken all my sins away, and that's why I'm singing today. All right, we got more verses, is that it? (laughs) Praying today? Who said that? Miss Elma, I should have known. All right, she is sharp as a tack. Ready? I'm praying today. I'm praying today. I'm praying today. In Jesus Christ, I'm praying today. He has taken all my sins away, and that's why I'm happy today. And Brother Aaron's going to come and make some announcements. You can go ahead and be... Let's, I'll tell you what, let's pray while you're standing and then Brother Aaron will come. Let's pray together before we sit down. Father, we love you tonight. We thank you that you let us know you and pray and speak to you. We're, we're just glad that you let us be saved. Those that want to be saved can be saved. And Lord, we pray that if there's some here tonight that are not saved, that tonight would be the night they'd say, Dear Jesus, I want to be saved. I pray that you'd bless this service. Fill Brother Ed with your spirit with your power and may the the God of heaven be real and known in our midst tonight we pray in Jesus name amen now you can be seated all right we want to welcome those who are watching with us online this evening through our website through our Facebook page we appreciate you being with us and since you can't be here with us in person tonight we still want you to have an opportunity to participate in our penny offering that begins tonight all week long every single night boys versus the girls Men versus the women, right, Brother Ed? And uh, we know that the, that the guys will win the penny offering this week, uh, but we want, we've had people online saying, hey, we, we want to be able to be involved in it. We can't be there, so how can we participate and still get involved? So we're giving you five minutes. If you're online with us, you have five minutes beginning right now to go to lbccircy.com slash give. Uh, they'll have the address for you on the screen, and there should be a little picture there. You can choose the drop-down menu and select if you want to give to the boys' penny offering or to the uh, the losing team's penny offering, uh, also known as the girls. You'll have that option there on the website. Designate if you give it to the boys, to the girls, and uh, we'll be bringing in the, the pennies here in just a few minutes and the bricks, weighing them. $5 gets you a gold brick. 
It gives you a little extra weight. Also, we're running a special tonight. Sunday night, we always do a special for the girls. You get uh, $4 worth of pennies for 5 bucks on Sunday night, so it's a great deal this evening. Uh, but for five minutes, we're going to leave it open. We'll go online, see how much has come in, and we'll add that to the bucket so that way when the captains come in, if you want to give online, they'll have that weight in the bucket. You can help them out tonight, tomorrow night, every night through Thursday, and uh, we'll have the... Uh, the terrible, terrible punishment on Thursday night. I think we decided to do the uh, uh, tar, or not not tar and feather, but honey and feathers. All right, so it's not it's not as bad as what you might, might have thought, Joey Noel. Honey and feathers, losing captain Thursday night. So we really need everyone to to, to support the boys this week. Amen. All right, come on, brother Ed. Glad about being here tonight. Say amen. How many of you were here in church this morning and you came back tonight? We're glad you did. Hands down. Thank you. Hands down. How many of you were not here this morning, but you're here tonight? Okay. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Hands down. How many of you were here this morning, but you just couldn't make it back tonight? There's always a few people like that. Turn to somebody right beside you and say, I really believe, with all of my heart, the boys will smash the girls on the penny offering tonight. We are very, very glad you're here. I see a lot of young people here tonight. We're glad you're here. Are you looking forward to your very first car? Oh, yeah. Let me make a suggestion. I would suggest that your first car ought to be the smart car. Now, a smart car is a little tiny vehicle about the size of a washing machine, about as comfortable to drive as a washing machine. A lot of Americans are saying, there's no way. If gas goes to $6 a gallon, I will not drive a smart car. So we have taken the smart car and redesigned it to make it more, more attractive to you, the American motorist. For instance, we now have the Smorvette. If you're not off-roading, perhaps the Smaldi A3 would be the vehicle for you. We have a high-performance vehicle, the Smamborghini. That little guy will move. My personal favorite is the Smorsh. Can you not see Pastor Brooks tooling around town in visitation, the Smorsh? Perfect vehicle for your pastor there, okay? We also have the Smarari, another high-performance vehicle there. And then, of course, we have the Monster Truck, if you're not off-roading. And then, last but not least, that brings us to everybody's favorite, the Mustang. So take heart, there are some solutions other than the normal, the normal, uh, what's we call it? I need a volunteer. I need somebody to follow directions. Would you like to be a volunteer, sir? Come on up here, please, if you would. You see here, okay. What I ask you to do is take a styrofoam cup. You're going to take this little ball and bounce it and catch it in the styrofoam cup like that. Now, if you do that three times in a row, okay, I will let you, yeah, I will let you um, choose a prize off the table. So here's the little ball, and then what you're going to do is take the cup, bounce it on the glass there, and... Okay. Okay, very good. Okay. Now, would you like to choose a bigger prize? Um, Take the cup again, if you would. And then do it one more time. If you do it two more times, we'll let you go for a bigger prize, okay? Oh. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> well, so much for that one. What's your name, sir? Colin. <laughs> okay, Colin. <laughs> Give Colin a big round of applause. Thank you, Colin. We appreciate you filling in there, sir. Thank you. Appreciate your help. Very good. Very good. I need another volunteer. Somebody sit up real straight, real quiet. Come on up and give me a hand, if you would, please. Give her a big round of applause as she comes. Okay. And your name, please? I'm sorry? Rogue? Rogue. Is that right? Okay. Kind of hard to hear through those masks, isn't it? Okay. This is Rogue. Rogue, how old are you? Seven. And what grade? Okay, this is Rogue. Rogue is two years old. She's in the seventh grade. Smart girl. That's what you told me, right? 
Okay, let's try it again. One piece of information at a time so I don't get confused. Your name is Rogue, right? Second grade, right? Second grade? Okay, seven years. Okay, this is Rogue. Rogue has been in the second grade for seven years. You must really like second grade. Try third grade next year. It's even better. Rogue, let's use that. Hold that for just a second if you would for me, please. Okay. (laughs) The rule is you break it, you fix it. Would you fix it, please? Does that look fixed to you? Rogue, can I show you how to fix it? Fix it like this. Real easy. Swing around a circle a couple times like this, and there it's fixed. Hold it carefully this time, please, if you would. (laughs) Would you fix it, please? You look like an airplane, but it doesn't look fixed. Let's try something else, Rogue. Up here under the lights, a little bit warmer than it was down there. Doesn't that feel good? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what I'll let you use it. Be very careful. Both hands, big semicircle. It's actually quite old, as you can tell. Move it very carefully, please. Open it real carefully. Please. Rogue, don't touch anything else while you're up here. You're saying it's not my fault. Okay, Rogue, I have a job for you here. We have some ropes. Let these ropes stand for our life. And we have, well, they're like croquet balls. Would you hold this one up so they can see it, please? Let the black ball stand for sin. What's it stand for? What's it stand for? Okay, very good. Let's set one down, please. And let's go with the green one next. And the green one, hold that thing so they can see it, please. The green one will stand for you and me, okay? What's the green one stand for? Stands for you and me. Very good. Could I have that one, please? Okay. And then the yellow one will stand for God. Would you hold that, please? Okay. What's the yellow one stand for? What's the black one stand for? What's the green one stand for? I think we're ready. Would you hold out one hand like this, please, Rogue? Okay. I'll take that. And we'll start with the black ball. The black ball stands for sin. Hold out one hand, please. Use your clean hand. That was her clean hand. Okay, Rogue, would you put your hand right under the black ball for me, if you would, for me, please? Okay, oops, get tangled here. Put it right under there for me, please, just like this. Good. Okay, let me show you what happens with sin. The Bible says we become enslaved to sin. We become in bondage to sin, and we can't quit when we thought we could. We'll tell you a lot here. Show me what sin does to people. Okay? The yellow ball stands for, stands for God. Would you hold another hand, please, Rogue, over on this side? And let me put the ropes right through there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get them tangled there somehow. Okay. There they both are. Grab that for me, please. Okay. And the green ball stands for you and me. Would you hold another hand, please? Would you give Rogue another hand, please, if you would? She needs another hand. Okay. Well, here's our picture. Here's you and me. And here's God. And there's something that separates people from God. What is that? Sin. If you're here tonight, you've never been saved. You've never had your sins forgiven. Right now, your sin separates you from God, doesn't it? How can you have the sin taken away? Only by the blood of Jesus. Grab the red handkerchief there, please, okay? Let the red handkerchief be a picture of the blood of Jesus. When Jesus died for you on the cross, when he died for me on the cross, he shed his blood as a payment for our sins. Would you unfold it? It's bigger than that. Hold it. Big, Big square. Top two corners. Rogue, that's the bottom two corners. She said, I'm not falling for that one. <laughs> okay, just any two corners. We'll, we'll celebrate any two. Okay, put it right over the top. Just cover, the, cover, cover them up, okay? When a person gets saved, God takes the blood of Jesus, washes your sins away, take the handkerchief back off, and now there's nothing that separates you from God. Your sin has been taken away. How? There's only one way, by the blood of Jesus. Hey, give Rogue a big round, big round of applause. Thank you, Rogue, for helping. Sure appreciate you. Very good. Very good. Now we're ready for a bit of competition I think you're ready for. It's called the penny offering. Tell me who's going to win. Raise your hand. You think the boys will win tonight? 
Raise your hand. Do you think the girls are going to lose tonight? <laughs> Sounds everything one-sided tonight, isn't it? Captains, come on down if you would. Let's weigh those buckets and see who wins that first offering tonight. As, Pat, as Arda mentioned, on Wednesday, she meant Thursday night, the last night, the losing captain gets honeyed and feathered, okay? And that's quite messy, but it cleans up quite nicely. By the way, did anybody notice the drone up here and the, what do they call those things? Hoverboard, okay? We're giving both of those away on Thursday night to the person bringing the most visitors, okay? And I saw some people walk in, I think brought visitors tonight. Anybody bring visitors tonight? You brought a friend with you. Some people did, okay? Come and see me right after church. We've got rocket balloons for you and for your visitors. And every visitor you bring counts toward the drone and toward the hoverboard, okay? Best of all, the friends you bring will hear the gospel. That's the best part of all. Do we have a, a scale, by the way? Where I see it right now. Good. Do you come up and do this, brother? Okay, captains, come on up. Alma's writing it down too. She records it. All right. Well, I guess you get the uh, pleasure of leading the girls tonight. Victory chant. Hip, hip, hooray. 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 Hip, hip, h
plan to be here, and we will find out. As of right now, the girls are ahead of the guys, but that could change next tonight, tomorrow night. Amen? Starting right now, we're watching for the quietest guy here, watching for the quietest girl here, watching for a third person. Those three quiet people play an awesome game called Minute to Win It. If you want to be a winner, do two things. Number one, sit real straight. And then number two, please, no talking. Somewhere in the audience tonight are three adults called secret agents. They're so secret, they work for me, and I don't have a clue who they are. I have no idea who they are. They know who they are. One's choosing the quietest guy here. One's choosing the quietest girl. One's choosing a third person. That third winner could be a guy or a girl, okay? And so if you're working for that, say amen. Again, do two things. Number one, sit real straight. And then number two, please, no talking. At the end, we're playing a game called the ping pong fling. You have exactly 60 seconds, a minute to win it. And the more ping pong balls you fling, the more prize you take off the table right here. And there's some pretty good stuff up here, by the way. Good, nutritious food. Amen. Cracker Jacks and Dr. Pepper and Hershey's bars. Good, nutritious food. Amen. Your mom probably has you eat junk food at home, doesn't she? Broccoli, carrots, green beans. Can your body live healthy on just junk food? No, you've got to have good nutritious food, you know, moon pies and Hershey's and all that to stay healthy. So we'll provide that tonight if you're one of the three winners. Hey, if you're working for that, say amen. Amen. Let's all stand. We're going to ask Brother, um, brother, what's my friend's name? Aaron, come up, and we're going to sing a song again. If you're ready to sing, say amen. Amen. And if you would, introduce the colors, Brother Aaron. All right. The guys will sing the blue lines. Girls sing the red lines. We all sing the purple lines together. What color do the guys sing? Blue. Girls sing? And we all sing? Purple. All right, let's sing This Is The Day together. Guys, this is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Together, this is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord hath. Verse number two, girls, here we go. Are you ready to sing? Let's hear the girls start it out. Here we go. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad. Sing together. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Maybe today he will come for me. We will go home for eternity. Maybe today he will come for me. We will go home for eternity. Maybe today he will come for me. Excellent singing. Be seated, please, and thank you, Brother Aaron. Jesus said in John 14, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Is Jesus really coming back? Oh, yes. How do we know? He promised, and he is God. 
God keeps his promise. Jesus is coming in. It would be awesome if he came tonight. Amen? Are you ready for him to come? If you're not saved, if I were not saved, I'd get saved tonight. I would not even work till tomorrow. Being saved is an awesome thing. And then you're ready for Jesus to come back. I've got a friend tonight with me. He travels almost every place we go. His name is Andy. He was asking him to come out and sing a song for us. So if you'll sit real straight, real quiet, listen real closely, real politely, I'll see if he'll sing a song for us. You ready? You didn't change your clothes. You didn't change your face. Andy, your shoes are on the wrong feet. Your nose is on the wrong face. Andy, come on, come on. Don't be so silly. Okay, this is my friend Andy. And Ethan, glad to be here tonight. Say amen. Amen. Where are we? What? Where are we? Where do you think we are? I have no idea. Look around you. Look at all those smiling faces. Does that tell you anything? Yeah, I think we're at the zoo. <laughs> we are at Liberty Baptist Church. This is my friend Andy, and he and I are going to try to do some ventriloquism for you. Some what? Some ventriloquism. What is that? You don't know? Have no idea. Well, ventriloquism is when two people have a conversation. Not really two people. Uh, one's a, one's a, a, a dummy and one's a ventriloquist. What are you? What do you think? You're the dummy. I am the ventriloquist. What is that? A ventriloquist is the person that tries to talk without moving their lips. That's easy. You think it's easy to talk without moving your lips? I can do it. You can do it. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. What should I say? Try something simple. Just say, um, hello there, how are you? Hello there, how are you? You see his lips move? Did not, did not, did not. They saw your lips move. Did not. Did you see his lips move? Did not. Okay, try it again. What should I say? Well, let's try the same thing, something simple. Hello there, how are you? Go for it. Hello there, how are you? See his lips move? Did not, did not, did not. They saw your lips move. Try it again. Andy, you already tried it twice. This time I guarantee they won't see the move. You guarantee they won't see the lips move. Uh huh. Should we try it one more time? Okay, this time he's guaranteed. Watch his lips very closely. Let's see if he can do it. He guarantees you won't see his lips move. Okay, go ahead, say it. Hello there, how are you? <laughs> Andy, you think it's cheating. Turn back around. What are you doing? Look at the Pepsi. Well, quit looking at the Pepsi. Turn back around. I can't, I'm stuck. Well, don't turn your head around around 80. That's probably dangerous, okay? Oh, look there, the old man came back. <laughs> don't call Pastor Brooks the old man. The old geese. Andy, no. The old dinosaur. Andy, come on. Stop it. That old Geritol and it. <laughs> Leave Pastor alone. Just sing your song, please. You listen more closely. By the way, I want to ask you this. What did you do this afternoon? You weren't here at church. You weren't at the house. Where were you? I was like, Aaron. You were there, Aaron. Uh-huh. He taught me how to count. Aaron taught you how to count in one afternoon? He sure did. I've been trying for years. How did he do it? He the visual aids. Visual aids. I should have thought of that. Flashcards. He taught you to count with flashcards. Uh-huh. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, demonstrate for us. Do what? Count the way that Brother Aaron taught you how to count. Oh, I can do that. Go for it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, jack, clean, king. <laughs> That's what he did. Amen, Brother Aaron. At this Sunday night, he just counts and counts and counts. And he couldn't pick out people. Let's have the song, okay? You listen more closely as Andy sings for us. Can I choose a volunteer? You can choose a volunteer. If you'd like to sing with Andy, just raise your hand real quietly. Andy, choose a quiet person, please, okay? Anybody? Let's take the kid on the end. You want to sing with Andy? Would you like to? Yes? No? Okay, come on up. Come on up. Okay. Tell you what, Andy, let's move you down here. Hi there, kid. What's your name? Can you tell him your name? Can you tell him your name? Jason. What is it, Jason? Okay. 
Kaysen? Kaysen. This is Kaysen. Is that right? You got it? Yeah, I got it finally. Okay. Kaysen, what song you want to sing? Do you know Jesus loved me? Okay, let's sing that. You listen as Andy and Kaysen sing together, okay? Kaysen, would you stand right here for me, please? And then turn. Ready? Jesus loved me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Everybody, yes, Jesus loved me, yes, Jesus loved me, yes, Jesus loved me, the Bible tells me so. Got to sing it again. Why is that? They didn't sing it right. You sang it right, didn't you? They didn't sing, yes, Jesus loved me. You got it in the lessons. Yes, Jesus loved me. Yes, Jesus loved me. Yes, Jesus loved me. The Bible tells me so. Got to sing it again. Why is that? Those dudes in the sound booth didn't do it. I can see you back there, gentlemen. You ain't hanging, hiding. Everybody, yes, Jesus loved me. Yes, Jesus loved me. Yes, Jesus loved me. The Bible tells me so. Give Kaysen a good hand. Kaysen, thank you for helping. Good job, buddy. Thanks for coming up. Very good. Very good. Would you tell Andy goodbye, please? I ain't going to go. You what? I ain't going to go. I think you are. Say goodbye. I ain't going to go. Andy, come on. You are going to go. Granny, help me. He's killing me. That's enough, Andy. Thank you. Okay, is my friend Bong with a bear here tonight? I'm not sure if he's here or not. What, what happened there? Yes, no? He is here, okay? There's a friendly bear in the church tonight. And we can call him back in, on in, if you would. If he's here, I think he's here. Bongo? We lost Bongo. Okay. Should we send the little people out with the class uh, without Bongo then, I guess? If you're six years old or older, stay right here, please. Don't go anywhere, okay? But if you're younger than six, if you're three or four or five years old, would you follow? Who's, who are we going to follow? Who's our teacher? Take us out here. Um, okay. There we are. Okay. Okay, very good. Let's all stand together. I think Brother Aaron's going to come in another chorus as our little people are slipping out to class. Let's stand together, let's sing once more, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever, I will sing, I will sing, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness, thy faithfulness. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing, I will sing, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness, thy faithfulness. With my mouth will I make known 
thy faithfulness to all generations. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Okay, excellent singing. Be seated, please. Again, we're watching for the quietest guy here tonight, the quietest girl, and a third person. Those three quiet people playing Minute to Win at tonight's episode, The Ping Pong Fling. Again, do two things to win, and you know what they are? At the very end of the service, we'll choose our winners tonight. Now, I'll just let you know a little secret. Usually, Sunday night is the smallest night we have of the entire week. Usually, there's more kids on Monday, and then on Tuesday and Wednesday, the crowd's growing and growing. And so, as we have more people... You think about it, as we have more people, it becomes harder to win, doesn't it? Because there's more people to choose from. So what I'm saying is this, tonight is probably the easiest night in the whole week to win. So go for it, and we'll see what happens. Hey, if you're working for that, say amen. Amen. Read a verse with me off the screen, if you would, please. Together. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Deuteronomy 6, 4 and 5. Right now, would you bow your heads? Would you close your eyes? Would you ask God to help you listen to a very important Bible message tonight? If you're saved already, be praying for those who are not yet saved, that God will speak to their hearts. Lord, thank you for each and every person that's here tonight, the guys, the girls, teenagers, moms, dads, all the various people, Lord, tonight. Thank you for the good singing, just enjoying being together. Right now, I'd ask you to help us to focus our attention on your word, speak to our hearts. I pray especially for anybody here tonight that's not yet saved, that they would get saved tonight. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Tonight a question, here's the question, say it with me. Who is Allah? What is our question? Who is Allah? Some people tell you that Allah is just another name for God. I've had people say we all worship the same God, we just call him by different names. Is Allah the God that we worship? Well, the people over in in some of the the Middle East, when they go to prayer, here's what they say. There is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his prophet. If you could talk with some of the Muslim people, they'll tell you several things. Number one, they'll tell you there's no God but Allah. Second, they'll tell you that Allah has no son. Does God have a son? The Bible tells us Jesus Christ is God's son, isn't he? They'll also tell you that Jesus Christ was just a prophet. They believe that he was a good man. He was a prophet. And they'll tell you this. Allah is not the gods that Christians worship. The Muslim people will tell you that. Who is Allah? According to the Bible, Allah is a false god. There was a time the Bible tells us that God the Father is God, isn't he? What about the Lord Jesus, the Son? Is He God? Yes or no? John chapter 1 tells us He is God. And then the Holy Spirit, is He God? The Bible says He is. What is God like? We use the big word attributes. That means what is God really like? Let me just real quickly tell you what God is like. Number one, He is, say it with me, eternal. He has no beginning. He has no end. Secondly, He is the creator. He made this entire world. Thirdly, He is holy. Has God ever sinned? Can he sin? No. He is too holy to sin. Number four, he is all-knowing. He knows your name. He knows your email address. He knows your address. He knows every one of us. He knows everything about us. He is all-knowing. Fourthly, at 50, he is all-present. Is he here tonight? Oh, yes. Is he over in Africa tonight? Oh, yes. South America? Oh, yes. God is everywhere. He's all-present. Then he also is all-powerful. There is nothing our God cannot do. He is powerful. Then, of course, he is unchanging. He's the same as he was 10,000 years. He's eternal. He never changes. Then the Bible tells us he is a God of justice. He always does what is right. And then lastly, he is merciful. 
He wants to save us, forgive our sins. He is a merciful God. There was a time in Israel. We'll read some verses first before we tell the story. Together, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Another verse. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Who takes you to God? The Lord Jesus is the mediator. And then one more verse. Together, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. John 14.6. Who is the only way to heaven? It's Jesus. Jesus is not the best way to heaven. He is the only way to heaven. The Bible says there is no other way. Who is Allah? Well, if our Bible is true, Allah is a false god. He's not a true god. There was a time in Israel where the king of Israel was a very, very wicked man. His name was Ahab. The Bible tells us that King Ahab did more evil things to make God angry than all the kings that ever went before him. He was a wicked, wicked, ungodly man, a very, very bad man. If that wasn't bad enough, he married a very wicked, wicked woman. And her name was, say it with me, Jezebel. Now, Jezebel is a wicked woman. And if Ahab couldn't think of something wicked to do, uh, Queen Jezebel always could. She worshipped a false god by the name of Baal. What was the name of her god? Baal. And because the queen was worshiping God, who else worshiped God? Uh, I'm sorry, because the king worshiped Baal, the queen worshiped Baal, the king also worshiped Baal. And Baal was a false god that actually demanded the people take their own children and kill their children as sacrifices. He was a very wicked god. He was a false god. The Bible tells us one day God sent a prophet by the name of Elisha. I'm sorry, Elijah. Elijah walked in and said, King Ahab, what you're doing is wrong. You're serving a wrong God, and God is going to stop the rain. No more dew, no more rain until I give the word. And King Ahab said, grab that man. But Elijah had already run out of the palace. For the next three and a half years, there was no rain, not even a drop. Can you imagine what Arkansas would look like if it went for three and a half years, no rain? You wouldn't want to live here, would you? And this was the very same way. There was a famine. People didn't have food to eat because there had been no rain for three and a half years. God was judging his people because they were worshiping a false god named Baal. The king searched everywhere across the whole country for Elijah, and he couldn't find Elijah. One day he sent out a man by the name of Obadiah. He said, Obadiah, go look and see if you can find some grass for the horses. Obadiah came down with some news. He said, hey, Elijah's here. Come and see him. And so Ahab came out to see Elijah. When he saw Elijah, he said, are you the one that's causing trouble for Israel? And Elijah said, no, sir, I'm not causing trouble for Israel. King Ahab, you are causing trouble for Israel. He said, call the people together to Mount Carmel. There's something you need to see. Well, they gathered together thousands and thousands of people to Mount Carmel. And Elijah walked out and said, why do you keep worshiping a false god? Why not worship the true God of heaven? And the people didn't say a thing. They just looked at him. King Ahab said, okay, let's have a test. Let's have the people of Baal build an altar and put a sacrifice on top. I will build an altar to God, the Lord, and put a sacrifice on top. And then we'll ask God, the gods of heaven, to send a sacrifice to, um, to destroy the sacrifice with fire from heaven. And he asked this question. He said, how long halts you between two visions? If you're going to worship God, then worship God. If you're going to worship Baal, then worship Baal. You keep going back and forth, back and forth, Baal and God, Baal and God. Choose one or the other. You can't choose both. Choose one or the other and worship that God. And the people said, it's well spoken. Elijah said, okay. Prophets of Baal, you go first. Well, the prophets of Baal built an altar. And while, they were, while the people were watching, they built an altar. They cut the wood and, and put it on top of the altar. They cut a sacrifice and put it on top. And they began to dance around and call out, Oh, Baal, hear us. Oh, Baal, hear us. And was there an answer? No. Baal didn't hear them. Baal was a false god. 
The Bible said it went from morning until noontime, and finally Elijah walked over, and he started making fun of him and said, well, maybe Baal's on a trip. You need to shout louder. Maybe he's talking with another god. Shout louder. Maybe he's busy doing something. Shout louder. And he kind of made fun of him for a while. And then finally, they got out knives and, and what the Bible calls lancet and started cutting their bodies so the blood would flow down their body, and Baal would see that. Did Baal see in here? There was no answer. Baal was a false god. Finally, about the time of the evening sacrifice, Elijah said, okay, I think we've shown that Baal is a false god. I want you to see the power of the true God. Follow me. The Bible tells us that Elijah built an altar with 12 big stones. On top of the altar, he put some wood. Then he took a bullock and put a sacrifice on top of the wood. And then he did something the prophets of Baal hadn't done. The Bible tells us he had dug a big trench, a big ditch around the altar. He said, bring me some water. Bring me four barrels of water. They brought four barrels of water and poured the four barrels of water on top of the sacrifice. Now, wait a minute. If you're going to start a fire, do you pour water on it? Oh, no. But that's what he had them do. They poured four barrels of water on the sacrifice. He said, do it again. They brought four barrels of water again and poured them on the sacrifice. He said, do it again. They poured four more. How many barrels would that be? Twelve barrels of water. The sacrifice is completely soaked. The wood is soaked. The rocks are wet. And the trench at the bottom of the altar, the Bible says, is completely filled with water. That fire is not going to start. There's no way. You don't start a fire in a sacrifice that's that wet. But wait a minute. Who's going to light their sacrifice? The true God, wasn't it? When the sacrifice was ready and it's completely soaked, Elijah prayed. He said, Lord God of heaven, please show the people of Israel that you are the true God. Would you please send fire and, and light the sacrifice? The Bible tells us that fire struck from heaven and burned up the sacrifice. The Bible tells us the people began to cry out, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And when the man said, hey, look what's happening. As the sacrifice was burning, the fire burned up the sacrifice. It burned the wood. It burned the rocks. Do rocks burn? They do, and God does. In fact, the Bible says the, 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 the fire actually burned up the water and burned up all the mud and dirt around the sacrifice, around the altar. Only God can do that. And then the people cried out again, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. They saw once and for all that the true God of heaven was the only God. Baal was a false God. Was Baal a true God? No. Baal was a false God. What about Allah? Who is Allah? Allah is a false God. And I, my heart goes out to the people of Allah, the people of Islam, because they don't know the truth. We need to witness to them, talk to them, don't we? But they're worshiping a false god, not a true god at all. Maybe you're here tonight, some misread, uh, you talk about heaven and about God and being saved, and I'm not sure what that's all about. Can I show you from the Bible how a person can be saved by the Lord Jesus Christ? Three things that come from God's word, the Bible. We can trust the Bible. Here's number one. Say it with me. I am a sinner. Again, I am a sinner. What are some things that we do, some things that people do that God says are wrong? Raise your hand if you have some ideas. What are some things that we do that God says are wrong? Yes, sir. Okay, lying. Lying is always wrong, isn't it? Proverbs 12 says, lying lips are abomination to the Lord. Even when we think we have a good reason to lie, it's always wrong to lie. I saw another hand here. Yes. I'm sorry. Stealing. Do you know it's just as wrong to steal two cookies as it is to steal $10,000? Stealing is wrong, isn't it? Stealing is sin. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Killing. And sometimes even kids and young people do that, don't they? The Bible says that is wrong. That is sin. One more. Anybody? 
Okay, what's number one? Say it again with me. I am a sinner. In fact, here's something. Read the list with me. Lying, cussing, cheating, fighting, disobedience, jealousy, selfishness, pride. We're all on the list, aren't we? We're all sinners. Here's a very special verse from our Bible, Romans 3.23. Say the verse from the Bible, if you would, please. Together. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23. Again, what is number one? I am a sinner. Now, look at, this, look at the verse. What is the second word in the verse? Who would that include? Would that include me? Would that include my wife, Miss Elma? Would that include the preacher? Well, that include you. Yes. We're all sinners, aren't we? You might be the best person in your family, the best person in the whole city of Cersei, but if you've never been saved, your sins have not been forgiven. We are sinners, aren't we? Number two is the good news. Number one is definitely the bad news. Number two is the good news. Say it with me. Jesus died for my sins. Again, Jesus died for my sins. There's only one perfect person. Who is that? The Lord Jesus. Jesus is perfect. He's holy. He qualifies the perfect Lamb of God. He left heaven and came to earth and lived among people for 33 years. Hebrews 4 tells us he was tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. Jesus didn't sin one time. He went to Calvary willingly lay down on the cross and let the men crucify him. When he's dying on the cross in our place, God, his Father up in heaven, took our sins and put our sins on Jesus. Jesus died for our sins, but he died in our sins. He was buried. And what happened three days and three nights later? He rose. He came back to life, and he's alive tonight. I love the verse, Romans 5 eight. Say the verse with me. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5 eight. So again, number two, Jesus died for our sins. Back to number one again. I am a sinner. Number two, Jesus died for my sins. And then number three, and this is so very, very important, say it with me, I must receive Jesus as my Savior. Again, I must receive Jesus as my Savior. Our Bible tells us that salvation is a free gift. We don't work for it. We don't earn it. We don't deserve it. We don't get it because we're good or religious. The Bible says salvation is a free gift. Now, by salvation, we're talking about having our sins forgiven, having eternal life, live with God forever. That's called salvation. Now, is salvation something that we can earn by being good? The Bible says no. Right now, almost every young person is sitting up real super straight, real quiet, and you're working for the minute to win a game. Here's one of the prizes, um, a can of Dr. Pepper, health drink, amen? Full of vitamins and minerals, all those good things for a healthy body. It's got to be good if it says doctor on it, right? I mean, just kidding there. Uh, how many like Dr. Pepper? Now, question, is this a gift? Yes or no? You're sitting real straight, real quiet. You're working for this, trying to earn this. If you're trying to earn this, it would not be a gift. What would we call it? Such letter R. A reward. It's a prize for being good. In fact, there's not a single gift on the table here. All these things, all these prizes are rewards for people being good. You're working for these. Okay, back to the question. Our salvation, is that a gift or reward? The Bible says it's a gift. All the different religions of the world teach that salvation is reward. We earn by being good or earn it by being religious. That's not what the Bible teaches. Read the verse with me. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6, 23. Now look at the verse and raise your hand if you know. 
According to this verse, what do we deserve because of our sin? Yes, ma'am. We deserve death, exactly. Now look at the verse again. What does God want to give us that we don't deserve? Yes, eternal life. Isn't that awesome? You and I deserve death because of our sin. The God who loves us says, no, I don't want to give you death. I want to give you a gift, the gift of eternal life. That's an awesome verse, isn't it? Read the whole verse again, please. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6, 23. So again, if you're here tonight, you've never received Jesus. Here's how to do that. Number one, tell God you're sorry for your sin. The Bible says repent. Ask God to turn you from your sin. Ask for his forgiveness. Number two, believe that Jesus loved you and died for you and rose again from the grave the third day. And if you believe that, say amen. He did that for us. Number three, by faith, just ask Jesus to be your Savior. He will forgive your sins, give the gift of eternal life. And then you can know, based on the word of God, you can know that you're going to heaven because of the gift of God, because of the Lord Jesus. Salvation is a free gift. That day, Elijah asked those people, how long halts he between two opinions? And those people found out that day that the Lord is the true God. You know, God could ask us the other question, why halts he between two opinions? Sometimes we serve the Lord, then we serve ourselves, then we serve the Lord, we serve ourselves. We need to decide once and for all whom we're going to serve, don't we? And just serve the Lord because he died for us. Right now, would you bow your head, would you close your eyes? I want to ask a couple of very, very important questions so we can conclude the message tonight. With heads bowed and eyes closed, here's our question. How many tonight say, Mr. Ed, I have already by faith received the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. He forgave my sins. He saved my soul. Brother Ed, I'm trusting the Lord Jesus for my salvation. I've been saved. If that's you, could I see your hand? Mom or dad, teenager, boy or girl, you're saying, Brother Ed, I know the Lord. I've been saved. Very good. Thank you. With heads still bowed, eyes still closed. Our second question. How many this evening say, Mr. Ed, I'm not saved yet, but I want to be. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that Jesus loved me and died in my place. I know he rose again, but I've never yet been saved, and I need to. If that's you, could I see your hand? Mom or dad, teenager, boy or girl, you say, Mr. Ed, I haven't been saved yet. I need to be. Could I see your hand? Then a third question. How many tonight would say, Mr. Ed, I think I'm saved. I, I think I would go to heaven. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Could I see your hand? I'm, not, I'm just not sure. Okay, thank you. Thank you, sir. Anybody else? I'm not sure. Here's an invitation. With her head still bowed, her eyes still closed, let's sing the song, I Have Decided to Follow Jesus. If you're sitting there and you are not saved or not sure, would you do this? When we start to sing, would you very quickly, very quietly, just leave your seat, walk to the back where pastor's standing. We'll have a couple lady teachers there, a couple men teachers. What they'll do is take you to a quiet classroom and show you again from the Bible how to receive Jesus. Then the choice is yours. You can say yes to Jesus. You can say no. It's your decision. This is for kids. This is for teens. This is for adults. We all need a Savior, don't we? That Savior is Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving us, for dying on the cross in our place that we might be saved and be forgiven. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. I pray, Lord, for those that are here tonight who are not yet saved. I pray for those that are here tonight that are not sure. Lord, either way, help them to come to this invitation. Help them to understand the gospel and how to be saved by faith. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. With their heads still bowed, or eyes still closed. Let's sing that chorus together. If you're not saved, if you're not sure, would you quietly just leave your seats, look to the back, and talk to the teacher back there. They'll give you the choice. 
It has to be your decision. And by the way, you will not lose your chance to be one of our winners tonight. We'll do that at the very end. That will be later on. Don't worry about that. But if you're not saved or not sure, we invite you to walk to the back as we sing. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Will you decide now to follow Jesus? Will you decide now to follow Jesus? Will you decide now to follow Jesus? No turning back, no turning back. Sing that second verse again together. Will you decide now to follow Jesus? Will you decide to follow Jesus? Will you decide now to follow Jesus? No turning back, no turning back. I'm going to say, Brother Ed, I'll try to be here tomorrow night. I'll try to bring somebody with me. Could I see your hand? I'll try to bring somebody with me. Talk about it at school tomorrow, at work tomorrow, talk to the neighbor across the street, and see if they'll come with you. Every person you bring gets a rocket balloon. You get a rocket balloon for bringing them, and they all count toward the drone and toward the hoverboard as well, okay? Let's close in prayer. Brother Aaron's going to come with a song, and we'll go into a special Bible game in just a couple minutes here. Lord Jesus, again, thank you for loving us, for dying on the cross in our place, that we might be saved and be forgiven. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. I pray again for those that are here tonight not saved, and some that are not sure. We ask that you would continue to work in their hearts and draw them to yourself. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's all stand together if you would please. Brother Aaron's coming with a song. Brother Aaron. Amen. That's a good message tonight. We have people being dealt with, so let's pray for that. And let's sing, Give Me Oil in My Lamp. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Give me oil in my lamp, I pray. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Keep me burning till the break of day. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King of Kings. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King. Give me gas in my Ford, keep me truckin'. Give me gas in my Ford, I pray. Give me gas in my Ford, keep me truckin'. Till I trade it for a Chevrolet. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King of Kings. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King. If you would, how many of you would like to see Brother Aaron ride that hoverboard? 
He got it out last night. In just a few minutes, it looked like he had mastered the thing. Brother Aaron, would you demonstrate for me? I tried it, and I'm not going to do that publicly because it didn't go very well, okay? But in just a few minutes, this man was cruising around, and I thought, that must be really easy. When I tried it out, I, tried it out, I found out it wasn't easy. Here we go. Now, this thing has lights and all sorts of cool things on it. Just don't land on the projector, huh? Ah, he's off and running. <laughs> All right, yeah, give the man a hand. Give the man a hand, okay? We're also giving away a drone, and you've seen those. Drones are pretty cool, aren't they? And we're giving that away. So we're giving away the hoverboard and the drone on Thursday night to the person that's brought the mo- two people that brought the most visitors, okay? And it uh, looks like you've mastered that thing, brother. One more trip. Yeah, I'd say he's got it down, doesn't he? Yeah, Okay, give the man a hand. Very good, thanks. Very good. And if you'd like to win that, say amen. You know what to do. Bring friends, bring neighbors, bring cousins, everybody you care about. Get them to come to church tomorrow night. They'll count toward that. We're giving away the drone and the hoverboard. I guess, Brother Aaron, we're going to give first place person their choice of the two, I would so. Okay, so if you'd rather have the drone than the hoverboard, you can do that. If you're the first place person, the second place person, get the, op- the other option, okay? And here's what a, a rocket balloon looks like. Every person, if you brought a friend tonight, we're going to give you a rocket balloon when we get ready to leave. And your friend that is a visitor also gets a rocket balloon. Here's what they look like. <laughs> And if I blown up a little bit more, it'd go a little bit longer. Tell you what, sir, you could take this straw home and wash it really, really good, and then you could keep the rocket balloon if you want to. This is kind of a freebie there. But if you brought a friend tonight, come and see me afterwards. We'll give you the rocket balloon for yourself and for your visitor, okay? And then on Thursday night, we'll give away the drone and the hoverboard to people who are the most visitors. Aaron, are you going to walk into the audience? If you would, please give that to a quiet young person. If you'd like to be the official honker the horn, just raise your hand, look really eager, and Brother Aaron will come to you and choose you there. Whoa, okay. And let's see. Pastor, can you send me an adult worker? Be my game spotter, please, sir, if you would. Do we have sound onto the computer? Can you give me sound to the computer, if you would, please? I think we're ready to run there. Okay, we're going to play a Bible game with the guys against the girls. It's called Pirate Treasure. Tell me who's going to win. Raise your hand and think the guys will win. Raise your hand and think the girls will win. We'll find out. Here's what happens. I'll ask a question. Don't stand up until you hear the horn like this. So do that every time after every question. Give it one squeeze, okay? And who's the official, the official game spotter? Do I have that? Part? There it is right there, Brother Joey, okay? Now he's going to pick the first person up after the horn. Our first question, Brother Joey, we'll go to the girls, then we'll go to the boys. We'll alternate every time, if you would. When you answer the question correctly, come up and play the game. Imagine walking across the beach. You see some very suspicious-looking piles of sand. You say, wow. Huh. I wonder if pirates have been digging there. Well, a golden coin, if you find a golden coin, it's 100 points for your team, guys, against the girls. If you find a pearl, it's 200 points. A diamond is 300 points. A treasure chest is 500 points. As you're playing the game, you just keep digging. Just go as many times as you want to. But if you find a scorpion in the stand, you stop, you lose your treasure, you go back to your seat with nothing. All your points are gone. So stop before you get a scorpion, okay? So the game would go like this. 
I'll tell you what, let's back up here. Choose one of the circles or those things for me, please. One, two, three, four, or five. Number three, okay? Number three would be, oh, check this out. Double comes forward. That's twice. That points are doubled automatically. So that'd be a good one, okay? Uh, choose for me, please. Number two, okay? Number two would be a golden coin for 100 points, but you saw the double, so it'd be worth 200 points. Choose again, please. Number five, okay, number five would be a diamond for 300, no double that. That diamond would be for 600, okay? So you just keep playing, playing as many as you want to. If the flag pops up, when the flag pops up, Miss Selma writes down a thousand bonus points. No matter what happens, you never lose those bonus points. So if you go long enough to find the flag, it is worth going for, okay? Once you stop without getting a scorpion, then you're going to choose a game card, one, two, or three. If you know Spanish, it's uno, tuno, or trino. That's Spanish for one, two, or three, okay? Would you choose for me, please, uno, tuno, or trino? She's going with Tuno, and Tuno would be the... Oh, yes, yes, yes. If she chose a number one, the ships, she'd keep her points. Miss Helma would write them down. They're permanent. She chose number two, she keeps her points, plus a 500-point bonus. Amen right there, okay? If she chose number three, she'd get the pirate. She would lose her points and go back to her seat with nothing. The only thing she would not lose would be the flagging points, okay? Let's get started here. Question number one. Remember, don't stand up until you hear the horn. The Bible tells us, this is for the girls, the Bible tells us how many gods there are. Ladies, how many gods are there? There you go. Go for it. Right here? Yes. How many gods are there? The Bible tells us there's only one. Okay, very good. Step over here for me, please, and make a choice. Sorry, three? Okay, number three, and we start with 100 points. Number five, and we have 300. Hey, that's nice. You have 400 points so far. Number four, 400 points, and we have, oh, there's our scorpion, and we lost that. Good try, though. We're off to a good start. Get ready. Number two goes to the guys. Question number two. That wasn't a question. I was taking a breath. <laughs> She's ready. Can you tell? Okay. Question number two. Is Jesus Christ God? This is for the guys, yes. Which one? Okay, Aiden. Yes, he is. Very good. Come on up here, please. Let's see what he does for the guys. Choose for me, please. Number two, we're starting with the scorpion. I forgot to tell you this. This is for the guys and the girls. Stay right here, please, Aiden. If you choose a scorpion in your very first choice, you have no treasure to lose. You have no points to lose. We just ignore it, okay? That's for guys and for the girls. I should have told you that. Okay? Go ahead. I'm sorry? Number four, and we go with scorpion. This one does count, okay? Sorry about that. Thank you, Aiden. Okay, get ready. And we're back to the girls for a third time. Here we go. How do we know? How do we know that Jesus is God? This is for the girls, right? Yes. Girls? Yes. It says it in the Bible. That's the correct answer. Very good. Come on down and go for it, please. I'm sorry? Number three. We start with diamond for 300 points. Number one. Okay, we have 300 points. Number one, we'll give her another, so we have 400 points. You stop with 400. Stay right here, please. Stay right here. Let's go to the game cards and see if she keeps the 400 points. Choose carefully, please. Number two. Okay, number two. Does she keep the 400 points? Yes, she does. Miss Elma, give the girls 400 points, please. And those points are permanent. Get ready. Back to the guys. Gentlemen, tell me the name of the wicked king of Israel that we talked about tonight. What was his name? Should stand up. We'll, we'll count it. What was the name of the king? Um, 
mean, he's a very wicked king, but what was his name? What was it? The name of the king. Okay, good try there. Okay, somebody else, anybody, any guys? Ahab, King Ahab. Okay, come on up here, please, sir. Okay, choose for me, please. Catch you next time there. Number four, start with 100 points. Number five, and we have 200 points, gives you 300. Number one, 300, and we have the treasure chest, jumps you to 800, not bad. You stop with 800, not going to go with the flag, okay? We're going for 800 points, does it keep the points? Don't get a pirate, whatever you do. Number three, 800 points at stake here. Yes, make it 1,300 points, Miss Alma. 1,300 points going to the guys. Back to the girls, back to the ladies. Ladies, tell me the name of the wicked queen that King Ahab married. What was her name? Jezebel. Come on down. Let's see what she does for the girls. Come a little bit closer if you would. It's kind of hard to hear with these masks. Did you ever notice that? Okay, go ahead for it. Number three, starting with a golden coin for 100 points. Number five, and we have a scorpion. Hate those scorpions. Get ready, back to the guys. Gentlemen, tell me the name of the false god that Jezebel worshipped and Ahab began to worship. What was the name of the false god? Which one? No, you don't have to force anybody. It has to be voluntarily. The name of the God. Okay, it had A's in it. but Baal. Okay, the God was named Baal. Come on down. Let's see what he does for the guys. Choose for me, please, sir. Number five, we start with, oh, check this out. His turn to choice and we double automatically. Go at least twice, sir. This could be good. Go for it. Number three, we're going to double it, and we start with a scorpion. It doesn't count against me. You have no points to lose. Don't worry about that. Go again, please. You're still double. Number four. Number four, and we're going to have a diamond for 600 points. That was sweet. Now you're back to regular points. Number one, we have 600 points. Number one, we'll give you a pearl for 800 again. He's going to stop when he likes that 800 number. Give him eight. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go to the game cards and see if he keeps the 800 points. Would you choose for me, please, sir? Number one, 800 points at stake. Does he keep them? Yes, he does. Give the guys another 800 points, please. Good job, sir. Good job there. Okay, get ready. Back to the girls. I think it's number seven, I'm not sure. Ladies, tell me. Elijah goes to Mount Carmel, gathers all the people around him, and he says, we're going to challenge the gods and see who can answer. What kind of an answer did he ask for from God? What was the true God going to do to show that he was real? To set the fire, the sacrifice on fire. People didn't do it. They were asking the gods to do it. Very good. Okay, go for me, please. Number five. Number five. We start with 100 points. Um, number, one. number one, and we have 200 points. Gives you 300. Number three. number three, and we have a diamond. Gives you three more hundred. 600 points. Number, four. number treasure chest. Number four, we have 1,100 points. Stop or go. She's going to stop at 1,100 points. Let's go to the game cards and see if you keep the 1,100. Here we go. Choose carefully. 
Number three, 1,100 points. Does she keep them? Make it 1,600 points, please, Miss Elma. Good job there. Very good. Get ready, get ready. Back to the guys. Back to the guys. The priests of Baal are up there. There's 450 of them. They're cutting themselves. They're crying out to God. They're God, Baal. What happened when they prayed to Baal? Nothing happened. Exactly. Come on down. Choose for me, please, sir. Number three, we're going with diamond. Number two, 200 points so far. Number two, we'll give you a pearl for 500 points. Number one, 500 points. And we have another, gives you 600. You just stop with 600. Let's go to the game cards and see if it keeps those points. 600 points at stake. Choose carefully, sir. Number two. Okay, number two, 600 points at stake. And we have the leadership. Another 600 points, please, Ms. Elma. We're out of time here. Let's have this. One final question just for the girls. One final question just for the guys. On these last two questions, we will double everything. You get a diamond for 300, it becomes a 600. If the word double comes floating up, your next two choices are not double. They are quad. Multiplied by four. It's called quadruple. We're back to the girls, aren't we? Ladies, when they cried out to Baal, prayed to Baal, nothing happened. When they prayed to God, the God of heaven, the Lord Jehovah, what happened? Who sent the fire? God sent the fire. Burned it all up. She said the rocks and everything burned in it. Very good. Okay, we're going double. Step over here for me, please. And choose carefully, please. Number four. And we start with 200. Number two. And we have another 200. Number four gives you 600 points. Number one, 600 points. And her next two choices are not double. They are quadruple. Okay? So if I were you, I'd go at least twice more. Right now you have 600 points. Number three, we're going to multiply by four. She has 600 points. Multiply number three by four. And we have another 800 points. Gives you 1,400. And you're still quad. I'd go again. Number two, 1,400 points. And number two is another 200, 400. You have 1,800 points. Stop or go. She's going to stop with 1,800. Let's go to the game cards. And by the way, I'll do this for both teams. If you find a pirate, we'll ignore the pirate. He can't take your points away at the end here. And we'll do the same for the guys. Okay? Go for it. Number two, 1,800 points. Make that 2,800 points, Miss Alma, please. Okay, 1,800 plus another 2,000. Very good. 2,800 points. One final question. Let's go to the guys. Let's wrap up the game, guys. Here we go. We're talking double points. And no pirates to worry about. Double points. Tell me the three things from the Bible that a person needs to know and believe to be saved by the Lord Jesus. What are those three things? Just for the guys. (laughs) You've played this game before, haven't you? <laughs> yes, sir. What's Number one, I am a sinner. Number two, Jesus Christ died for you. Okay. I must receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. Very good. Come on down, sir. Let's see what he does for the guys. We're talking double points, sir. Number five, we start with 200. Make that 400. We're double. Number three, 400 points. And we have another 400. Okay, so you're at 800 points, sir. Number two, 800 points. And we have, check this out. His next two choices are quad, 800 points so far. I'd go at least twice more if I were you, sir. Number four, we're talking quad here, 800 points. And we have, hey, that's sweet, another 1,200, sir, gives you 2,000. And the next one's still quad. Number two, 
2,000 points. We're talking quad. Check that out. Hey, Salma, wait, we're going to go to the game cards first, but we're talking 4,000 points right now. Uh, stop or go, sir? He's going to stop. I would, too. Let's go to the game cards and see what happens here, sir. 4,000 points. Number three. 4,000 points. Make it an even 5,000 points, please, Ms. Alba. Without even consulting with my official scorekeeper, I'm going to jump ahead here and just declare a win and take a wild guess. I'm pretty sure I'm right. The winners of our Bible game this evening are the... The Boy by Landslide, right? Gentlemen, hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. You saw the girls win the penny offering. Who's going to win the penny offering tomorrow night? You saw the guys win the Bible game tonight. Who's going to win the Bible game? A different Bible game tomorrow night. We'll have a different game every night. Who's going to win the Bible game tomorrow night? Plan to be here, and we will find out. And then one more game before we dismiss, and we'll have guys and girls playing. That game is known as Minute to Win It. Secret agents, would you identify yourselves, please? Because I don't have a clue. Where are the secret? Are you a secret agent, ma'am? Choosing a guy or a girl? A girl, okay. Here's our girl winner. Yes, ma'am. What's her name? Brooke, are you Brooke? Brooke in the green shirt, is that her name? Okay, Okay, come on up here, please. Brooke, give her a big round of applause as she's playing Minute to Win It. Congratulations, very good, okay? Another secret agent somewhere choosing a guy, I would assume. Yes, sir, who do we have? The man right here? Is he the one? Is he the one right here? Yes, sir. Okay, come on up, please, sir. Give the man a hand. Congratulations. Very good, okay? So you're Brooke, is that right? And who are you, sir? Cameron. Cameron? Okay, so we have Brooke, we have Cameron. A little bit of applause there again one more time. <laughs> okay, and then one more winner can be a guy or a girl. And who is the third secret agent? Right here? The one honking the horn? It's you. Congratulations. Give her a round of applause. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Good job there. And tell me your name, please. What is it? Rogue. I should remember that one, shouldn't I? Okay. I've got an excellent memory. It's just really short. Okay, contestants, come up here on the platform. You're playing an awesome game called Minute to Win It. Are any of you guys really good shooters? You good at shooting? Kind of. Okay, stand right here, please. You can be the official shooter. Rogue, would you stand right here for me, please? And you're going to provide the ammunition. So just, just stand right about here, please. Turn and face the audience. And then hold this bowl of ping pong balls. Now, would you mind, sir... Being the target. Not really the target. We're going to have you hold this KFC bucket, and we have some uh, bags in the bottom so the balls don't jump out very easily. Okay, would you hold that for me, please, with both hands, and then get ready. She's going to start shooting ping pong balls at you, and you're going to try to catch them. Can you do it for me? Okay. Take about uh, one and a half steps back, please. There, if you What you do is take the ping pong ball, put a ping pong ball in the plastic spoon like this, and it's going to come. Are you ready? He's going to try to catch this. Here we go. Ready? Check it out. Okay, how about a practice shot? Tell you what, we'll just leave the practice shot in and that'll count. Now, here's what happens. We're going to do this for 60 seconds. We're going to have this music playing. When the music stops, we're going to count the ping pong balls in there. Yeah, let's say you have seven of them. That means you get seven prizes. You get seven prizes. You get seven prizes. Let's say you catch all 12. That means you would get 12 prizes. You would get 12 prizes. You get 12. So we're working in this together. Let's get a practice shot here, okay? Uh, you want a little more power than that, okay? Whoa, check it out, okay. I don't know, do they need any practice shots or not? I think you're hitting it pretty well, okay. How about just one more practice shot, and then we'll go. Oh, I'm sorry. 
won't stay, will it? Didn't go very far. I need one more person. Would you mind being a runner for me, please? And if ping pong balls are loose, grab them, bring them back. Come, come around behind her and put them back in here so we reuse them. So if you can do that for me, please. Okay, let me see my remote. Let's get the music started. You can have 60 seconds. Halfway through, you can hear a sound like this. Nope, that's not it. Halfway through, you hear a sound like this. It doesn't mean stop. It means you're halfway through and you still have 30 more seconds to go. Okay? Ready, set, and go. Almost, almost. Go for it. We can put that one back in, that one counts. Oh, those go in. Two of those go in. We're halfway through. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, almost. Yes. Okay, and these are two that you had that bounced out, so they do count. They really do. Okay, and let's get a count here and see how many prizes you guys have earned. Tell you what, let me move this out, and you guys count them with me, shall we? Okay, seven apiece. Are you getting seven prizes, seven prizes, seven prizes? Give them all a big round of applause if you would, please. Okay. Very good. So head to the table. Miss Elma can show you what's there and some prizes I think you'll enjoy. Tomorrow night we're playing Minute to Win, to get, win, it, minute to win it Again and probably playing a funny, funny game called Driving the Pig to Market. And I think you'll enjoy that. Bring people with you. A lot of special things this week that I think you'll enjoy. We'll start tomorrow night. Instead of starting at 6 o'clock, we will start at Count the Fingers. 7 o'clock tomorrow night. This minutes promptly by 8.30, okay? So plan to be here and bring people with you. Pastor's going to come, I believe, and tell us how to be dismissed. Please listen very, very closely as he comes. Again, if you brought visitors, you brought a friend tonight, please come see me, and we'll give you the rocket balloon for yourself and for your visitor. Yes, sir. I'm going to ask Colin a question and see if you can rejoice about this. Did you ask Jesus to save you tonight? Amen. Praise the Lord. Isn't that great? That's a good Isn't start. Yes, Very good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's stand together and we'll be dismissed with a word of prayer. And what time is it tomorrow night when we meet? Seven, Seven o'clock tomorrow night and Tuesday night and Wednesday night and Thursday night. And you're going to be here every night. Isn't that true? Well, don't everybody jump up and yell at once. <laughs> hey, you're going to be here. Let's come and bring somebody with us. Let's pray together. Father, we love you. Thank you for somebody trusting Christ tonight as Savior. Thank you for those who got some help from the spiritual book that we call the Bible. Thank you that God spoke to our hearts, and we pray that you'd bless. Lord, bring us back tomorrow night. Help us to see a lot of visitors and see more people get saved. Bless these who participated. Thank you for their kindness and their excitement. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock. <laughs> And if you brought a visitor, please, please come see me. We have the rocket balloons for yourself 